This is another episode of Flavor in Your Ear Podcast. A podcast about damn near any and every topic with no filter and zero regard for the easily offended. Everything you say upsets somebody. Please welcome the man behind the madness. The most important person with all due respect. Let's go! Your host and audio flavor maestro. My man. Marquise Edwards. All right, we are back in this thing again. It's been a while, but hey, we back here again, y'all. So I know it's been a while, but hey, life happens, things happens, and uh doesn't matter. Hope y'all still enjoy it anyway. So we're 2022. I think this is our first episode recording in 2022. So everything y'all heard previous, even though it's released, it was pre-recorded. And about 21, we still catching up. Uh to all the content being released that we had so yeah it's been a it's been a ride it's been a journey but we're here in 2022 we're still going at it still having these conversations me and zone here or not so we going just you know run right into our conversations and things like that that we haven't try to get back on a, on a consistent uh basis of you know putting out the content half the shit is on me because yeah i'm probably like the final edit so she ain't gotta take none of that weight but i'll take all that so Hope everybody out there had a good year. Hope everybody out there is going to have a great year. And uh, despite all the bullshit and everything that's going on, we hope that, you know, our conversations and this show and everything that we talk about helps you ease your mind and give you something, you know, through whatever you're struggling with. So that's what we're here for. That's what we do. And then we have fun conversating. That's just the, the you know, fun thing about it. So shout out to them on that. They think I'm talking to myself. Say something to them. <laughs> So he wrong, he's crazy. talking to himself. Pay me no mind. He's talking to himself. <laughs> not, not hardly. <laughs> so yeah. So I mean, I know. Previously, we've been getting to know each other and things like that. I think we kind of know each other now because yeah, we talk offline a lot. So I think we cool now. So <laughs> we ain't gonna go too deep into that part now. I'm just gonna, you know, casually ask her, you know, how she's been lately. You know, I don't know what she's gonna say. She might say. Like dog shit, she might say good. See, you no, know, see what's new, what's new with her, and I'm gonna tell you all what's new with me, and then uh, we'll get into our conversation. I think that's how we'll start doing now. Just ask what's new, you know, what's what's world in the street, you know, watch a movie, what anything, just anything that what's new, what's up, what's new with you, and then I'll tell you the same thing, and then we'll go into our conversation. That's our getting to know each other because I think we're on a different level of understanding now, so. I don't know when the last time we spoke zone. So I'll just ask you just based on uh, all the time that uh, has surpassed holidays and everything, COVID, Amari Karan and Delta and everything that's been going on. What's been new with you? What's been good? What's, uh, what's been the happenings? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> nothing. Work and sleep is all I do. Nothing. Work and sleep, that sounds like a that's, that's the life right there. That's uh that's the life. So I guess she I gotta I gotta prime up because she 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 really talked more than that. I think I thought it was a lot more going on than what she was uh what she was uh alluding to. I know your life ain't just work and sleep. You get you did you paint something, you did did you you ain't do nothing. Nothing. Man, we gonna have to find you some hobbies. You get sports you gotta look at in anything. No, I don't really watch TV. <laughs> like literally. Ooh. Well, I can't say the same because I try to my best 
to not focus on the stressful realities that I have. So I do watch some TV and sports and stuff like that sometimes to try to uh, balance it out, you know, uh, as far as what my focus is on. So I can't talk to you about it, but I guess I'll tell you a little bit about it because I watched the uh, I watched the uh, Power uh, Power Ghost. It's on Stars. It's one of Fifty Cent's spinoffs from the original Power. It's written pretty good. I've I've always wanted to be a a, a screenwriter or a children's uh, book writer as well. So I look at movies through a writer writing perspective, and the story is written really well. It's kind of like an urban uh, drug deal. New York theme type of type of show. It's it's really good. Uh, the storyline's really good. Mary J. Blige is in there. Met the man's in there. Red man's in there. Uh, a lot of other older artists that's, that's in there with new young supporting cast as well. So that's been good. Uh, I also watch Ozarks on Netflix. The the Ozark on Netflix. It's a uh, another. This is two different dimensions. One is urban New York. This other one is like Missouri uh, rural type of you know like uh setting or whatnot but they both two very well written stories uh action packed so that's probably outside of me trying to play bob and weed with the virus because my whole work center is like sick everybody's sick so i was like last mohegans i was one of four people that was left of 30 that wasn't quarantined and sick so I've been just you no know, shadow boxing with, with 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 COVID or whatnot, so that's why I watched a few movies because I was like, I'm gonna go crazy. You know, I kind of felt bad that I was healthy. I felt like I was being punished because I was healthy. That's the crazy thing about it. So I was like, man, I don't, I can't get quarantined for two weeks. I'm in here hustling and bustling, you know, trying to make stuff work when we got 14, 28 people, you know, just locked down, you know. So that's what I've been trying to do: stay out of dodge. You know, I did a little class work and stuff like that and uh, you know, some self-care for myself, uh, you know, whatnot. That's all I've been doing over the new year. I ain't making no resolutions and none of that shit because I already know what I need to do. Uh, and I'm not knocking anybody that makes resolutions, but, you know, we all know what the fuck we got to do. <laughs> we know what we got to do. You don't have to just, like, rev yourself up to announce you're going to do it. I, I, I get you're supposed to motivate yourself, but just if you're doing this for New Year's, we all know what we got to do. If your life was, it was screwed up, December 31st, December 29th, December 30th, you know just what the hell you got to do a few days later. You ain't got to announce it. You know, if this bill was unpaid <laughs> a couple of days ago, I need to pay that bill or, you know, whatever whatever the case might be. So nothing much with me outside of that. I ain't going to say I just worked and came home because I, re- I rebuked that. But <laughs> I rebuked that. But I did watch a little TV, uh, just the NFL playoffs, too, so. Uh, I'm overseas, so the, it come on. It comes on like three or four in the morning. So I only watch highlights on YouTube for the most part, because I, I, yeah, I can't, uh, yeah. But Zone ain't a sports person, so she got her, she got her area of expertise. So she looked at me like I don't know what the hell you talking about NBA, NFL. No, I never said I want a sports person. Who, you didn't who, ever hear me say that. Who, who, who your team? Let me do a Bernie Mac, America. <laughs> no, I just don't have time. Because between two jobs, I don't get the time that I used to be able to watch sports. I don't watch TV enough to even, I couldn't tell you in the last two or three years. I don't even know, I, even when Kobe died. Only reason I know it is because it popped up enough times that I had to see it. And, mm. and now, I'll be honest with you, it don't, I don't care. But because it's been two years, people done brought it back up. That's the only reason I know. I'm going to tell you how to slide out of mine. I just found out, uh, it took me just, what, a week ago to find out Sidney Portier was dead? I didn't even mm. know that. I was like, 
You ain't even dead oh. like ten years. Oh, what you think about what you think about Betty White? Betty White died too. Oh Lord, look, look, yeah. He can't talk about Patty. Okay, Betty White is okay. Let me just say that. Okay. Now, this is Betty White. Now, when Patty the Bell died, that's a different story. Mm. Betty is just Betty. I'm look when Patty the Bell died. That's when y'all gonna see me fall all out. That's when I'm gonna act like the, the daughter that she ain't never had. That's gonna fall all out in the, in the side of the a church and kick my little legs up and everything. But Betty mm. White was just Betty White. Mm. <laughs> now, see, these are things that I, again I'm just hit. I knew about Betty White. I, I just didn't know about everybody else. When they told me Sidney Poitier, like honestly, I was like, he's been dead since like '99, right? Like, ain't he been dead that long? They was like, no, he just died. I'm like, are you sure? I could have swore he was dead like no. 10, 15 years ago. Yeah, you are disengaged. Know. You are disengaged with the with the with, with the outer world. <laughs> you know what? Because you know how some some things go on so quiet, and sometimes you get so wrapped up in your real in your real life that mm-hmm. things just seem like you wake up in the morning like, damn, it's Monday today. Damn, it's Friday already. You just they start to blend when you're working so much. Now, when I used to be at a party club, drink, smoke, do all these things, it mm-hmm. didn't blend. But right. now that I'm just working, sleeping, working, sleeping, once I open my eyes, it's time to work. Once I go to bed, it's time to get up. That's just how it seems. You know, I, I, I actually, I think that's better, actually, because I do a lot of things to try to distract myself from work reality and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, so like, it's not like, I'm, I mean, I do like sports and, you know, I do watch a movie occasionally, stuff like that. But to be honest with you, those are just distractions for me because like the real things that I want to do uh, require a lot of stress, you know, I focus and stuff like that, you know, like school and uh, I mean, looking at other ways to make you know income and stuff like that. I didn't even tell you about that, but you know, I'll be looking to like house hacking and, ways to make additional side income and stuff like that online and stuff like that. So I'll be looking at stuff like that. So maybe I'll be trying to give myself a break sometimes. So I was like, I'm going to go ahead and watch Ozarks or something like that. But being focused on getting things right, I think everything else will be there. You know, like entertainment is going to be there. Parties and clubs are going to be there. As long as you're working, you know what I'm saying? That, that it's going to always be a new club. Uh, so I just, I just know that, you know, so I need to, I just try to do different things to balance myself because I know I'll go all in, you know, for the serious stuff and be killing myself trying to just uh, import knowledge into myself, you know, learning shit. So I actually could take a note out of that book and I know that's why I should be because, you know, we ain't getting no younger. So I might as well keep on grinding while I can, you know what I'm saying? And all that fun stuff, I'll just, I'm going to be a, like one of the older people just be having all the crazy fun because I'm going to do all the fun stuff that I delayed <laughs> in my lifetime. When you what, 82? Hmm? You be the oldest man still to the club at 82 years old? Boy, yeah. wait, boy, I'm telling you, you ain't lying, boy, with a gold chain on and everything. <laughs> hey, you know that's funny that you said that. <laughs> because what I want to talk about today, it may be funny to some, it may be not funny to others, but uh, I came up with this topic. Uh, I'll be scrolling sometimes on social media because that's what helps me to either generate what people are talking about or get an idea of what we could talk about sometimes. I don't specifically always go to it. If it's if it sparks my interest, then I say, yeah, that's something cool we could talk about. Cause we like I don't know if well you all should know if you are listening that we kind of pop these topics up on the show so she doesn't know what I'm about to talk about or what I'm about to say. Definitely so, don't <laughs> so uh I looked at a few pages. I'm 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 uh friends on social media with uh various ages of people, young, old or whatnot. And um, 
I was looking at it. I think one 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 real uh, story was uh, talking about uh, two things. One was about you know what is considered why do women like sugar daddies, you know, something like that. What's the what's the value of a sugar daddy to, in today's world? What, what what do we see that as? I thought about that when you said the old man in the club type of type you know type of deal. You know, what I'm saying I thought about that. And number two, um. Should, uh, what's the, is it positive or negative for, for, cause I think like in today's society, women, you know, well, not all women, but that they sell their, they sell their bodies, you know, like virtually, you know, these premiums and, and only fans and all this stuff like that. Uh, is it just a stigma with paying, paying to play or is that like normal nowadays? And then my third thing, my third thing we was going to talk about, I was thinking about this too, speaking about younger kids and everything like that. Uh, I was looking at a stat. I don't know it was on somebody's website that only 13 states in the, in the U.S. Um, you have to give consent to have like sex education or whatnot in, in, in school. I was like, that's kind of weird. Like I thought that was something. And I know, we're older, right? So I know, I don't know how you, which I'm probably going to hear from you, how you were raised and introduced to the conversation of sex at a younger age, or did you go out and explore or whatnot? But should, because how busy these, these young kids is nowadays, or just period, just, just in general, and because of internet and stuff, what do you think about sex ed in school? So we can go through all through those topics, uh, whichever one you want to start with. But I just thought those are three interesting things that we can get two to, to, to perspectives on and talk about. Because we both have kids, of course, right? And I'm, I'm sure now you know more now than you did before, right? And then we know ourselves. We we know our we know ourselves, you know, as well. What could have helped us, or you know, I don't think there's ever a perfect answer for that. But just to hear your thoughts and stuff on it. So, which one you want to start with? Because I didn't just drop three bath bombs in the tub. I don't know which one's going to explode first. I have a terrible memory. I remember one is sugar daddy. One mm-hmm. is sex education. What was the other one? The other one was uh, uh paying to play. What's the what's the look on uh, on people paying for paying? What what what's the what's your outlook on people paying for? Because a lot of people uh, nowadays is it normalized or is it not normalized? Because uh, sometimes in the black community, they, you know, they we I know other ethnic groups they probably pay for it a lot, but it ain't getting highlighted. <laughs> it ain't getting highlighted. Like I know for sure, but I know in the black community, it's always a, a like a oh, you paying for it? You weak and you can't do this and you can't do that. And, you know, I don't. You know, I just don't. I just was thinking about your viewpoint. I'm not saying if it's right or wrong to pay to pay for it. It's a woman's body. You know, if she want to charge, she want to charge. But uh, in our community, you know, why is it like looked at in that light? You know, even though people go to strip club and what do they do? They just burn through money, you know, just to see a woman. And if it's a woman's choice that she want to do, you know, we shouldn't. Uh, that's my opinion. We shouldn't judge the buyer if the seller is selling. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> like you ain't taking it, you paying for it. You know, have you look whatever you your whatever because that's if that's all somebody wants. This is my perspective. This is my look. If that's all somebody's want. That's all somebody wants. I feel we all pay for it some way anyway. 
and it's just a different level of commitment that you have when you're paying for it in you know, different ways. But if that's all you want, uh, you know, straight to the point, it's, everybody's not good with charisma and good with taking somebody out. Some people just horny or just want to just, you know, do what they do and without the politics part of it, uh, for, for better lack of words, and just go to town. I don't think that should be frowned upon, but I feel like a lot of people nowadays, it's like frowned upon, like, oh, oh. Why would I, you know, the, and the ego thing too. Why would I pay for something I can get for free? You know, that's like that's like a big thing with men. That men always say, "Hold up, pay for something I can get for free." It's really free? I don't know, but that's up for debate. So we can talk about that in person. So I elaborately explained about that part. What do you think about it? Well, my take on everything you do in life is a business venture. Mm-hmm. Even America is a business venture. Everything mm-hmm. is paid for, sold, and bought the minute you. The minute you ask a girl out, my opinion mm-hmm. is you've already started paying for it. The minute you ask her out, whether you buy her a box of chocolate, because mm-hmm. if you spend, let's say, a box of chocolate, uh, say some flowers, gas to get to her house, you done bought your outfit, you don't want to get your hair cut, you done spent probably maybe $200. You already paid for it because in your mind, you already know you're going out with her. She already told you yes. So you already planned what you want to do. So I sort of feel like you've already started putting down payments on that coochie mm-hmm. or that penis or whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it. Because I'm trying to cut out all the curse words in my life now. <laughs> <laughs> what did you but, say? You say you're trying to stop cursing? I'm trying to slow down the curse words in which I use. I use them too much too often. How- so. No man, I was I was liking it though. <laughs> For the show at least. <laughs> at, at home, I understand you gotta turn it off. I'm like shit. Zoe here going in. I'm like, shoot. <laughs> it be authentic as hell. I know I'm a bad influence right now because you just said something trying to do something good and I just came in like, oh no, I like it. No, nah, it's all right. No, because no, I feel like how am I find a good man if I'm using such vulgar words? I'm just so no, I'm just kidding. But no, you're, you're, you're a lot you're a lot more than your words. <laughs> no, I <laughs> No, I try to cut them out as much because I know how often I use them because mm-hmm. of the jobs I do now. I try to, because it kind of carries over into my job and how okay. I talk here is literally how I talk in front of that setting of people. Okay. So this one looking at it like, yeah, she shouldn't be a supervisor. So okay. Okay. I try okay. to remind myself not to use words as much, but don't get it wrong. If it slips out, it slips out. Hey, but what I was is. saying, like, honestly, just me, just me mm-hmm. personally saying is, it only seems to be a negative stigmatism in the color community because just like when they post us on TV, the, the how they label us on TV versus how they label everybody else is totally different. If you ever look at TV when they when uh, I'm going to just use this and I know people probably say it sounds mean when a white person comes on TV and does something, a crime. They give you a touching, hot woman background on how they used to be in the drugs, got their life together. They turned it around and boom, they got killed. Now when a black, and that's support the brother, the brother, then he came off the life of crime, had a hard life, mother was a drug addict, blah, blah, blah. Now when a brother does it, it goes, he was an ex-con. He was a killer. It never said he turned his life around. They only gave you his ne- negative stereotypes. But when the white person does it, they give you a whole touch of story on how his family background was to make you cry for him. So he went on and he started shooting up because he was bullied at school. Now, the black person had the same bullying, but you don't write that. 
you make it seem like he was a criminal. You never said he started bullying. He started shooting up because he was being bullied real bad. So the same thing comes down to when something happens in our community. When a white girl goes and sell it, she's a snow bunny. She's exotic. She's worth it. You're going to go out and do this. When a black girl comes out and do it, she starts the honor. She's a hoe. She's a slut. She's a freak. She got different dudes every day of the week. Sorry, Lil' Kim, but I'm just saying that's just how they make it seem. So I don't understand the difference between us versus them where they make these kind of racial like and I'm not being funny, but that's how it seems to us. We go out and say, hey, I'm not fucking for free. Oh, it ain't worth the coochie. I'm not paying for that. But when Snow Bunny, Snowflake says, hey, I need a Gucci belt or I want them um, red bottom shoes. The brother runs out there and buy him just like that because he's already securing Snow Bunny coochie. But a, a sister isn't good enough for you to pay for. You feel like she's welfare. She's welfare material. She's not good enough for me to put my money into. But you're securing the same thing because it's Snow Bunny. You're OK with securing it. But when it's a sister, you think you're supposed to get it for free. That's just how I see it. And I'm not saying it'd be funny because I'm one of them people. The reason why I am single is because I don't like to do anything for free. I mean, <laughs> my time is just as valuable as yours. Mm -hmm. At the time that I spend it with somebody that may not have good chemistry, may not be ready to talk about the things I'm ready to talk about, that might be married. He could be anything lying about his whole persona. But my time is valuable. All that time I wasted on this bum, I could have been spending with my kids. I could have been in the bed watching this, whatever you call it, power. I ain't never watched a day in my life. I have no clue what power's about. But the whole mm. time I'm with these dead, nothing-ass dudes, I could have been here watching power, catching on what y'all talking about. But mm. I invested time. So the time I invested, like you might say, why I got to pay and she ain't got to pay. Not anybody said it. I just beat you to the price. That's just how I see it. You should have charged me before I charged you. And that how it works. That goes. I beat you to, the, I beat you to it. So again, I'm not saying it in a bad way that I just feel like as a, mm, let me say, I feel like guys, when y'all have sex, y'all, y'all little tick can still rise. When we have sex, it takes a lot of cleaning. It takes a lot of maintenance. It takes a lot of work to keep the coochie looking, smelling and feeling tight. Y'all, uh -huh. y'all little tick will be the same size no matter what. <laughs> That's, That's just true. me. So That's I true. feel like the reason why we charge is because it takes a lot. To have to make sure all of that looks good for you when you go down. Do you want to eat up on some? I mean, I like roast beef personally, but do you want to beat up on some beat up coochie that wasn't maintenance, or do you want something that looks like when I go down, I can smile and feel like the gates of heaven opening up? That's just yeah. me. So I, I can't speak for everybody else, but that's just how I see it. I just again keep saying it. I know it sounds reiterated, but when every time I hear somebody talk about us. As black women, we're put down at the lowest on the totem pole when it comes down to how we view ourselves versus how you men view us. So I don't speak for every brother. I don't speak for every sister, but right. I'm speaking for myself. I'm not going to sell myself short because like I told you before, I personally think I got prime real estate down here. I'm sorry. Right. I'm not swampland. I just feel like I got prime real estate here. Mm -hmm. This is not the swamps or the bayous. This is prime real estate in Beverly Hills. Mm -hmm. So when you go down, you're getting your money's worth. Now, if you want that one that's selling it for free, that's because she don't value what she got. I value mine. 
That's why I've been single for as long as I have been because I'm just not going to keep having sex for free. I did 20 years of marriage. So he paid off and paid off and paid off. He, he devalued my appreciative parts. But I'm saying they say the minute you take it off the lot, it depreciates in value. Yeah, the minute he drove it off the lot, it depreciated in value to a degree. But that was 20 years worth of the same person. Now, when you come and ask me like, hey, you know, I want to take you out. I'm not going to ask you for 500, 600, 700 dollars because mm -hmm. that's just not me. I'm not selling it that high up. Maybe I should. <laughs> that's a good thought. You know, you know, you know, you know, the prices nowadays are increasing. They ain't like when we was younger. You know, just, that's why, you know, the prices for minimum wage is still they're trying to rise it up, you know, because uh, yeah. so, hey. <laughs> The, the the bare minimum might be a pair of Gucci or Louis shoes. Shoot nowadays, shoot you know. I mean, I'm, I'm, let, me, let me shut up. <laughs> the inflation has went up like seven to eight percent. So mm -hmm. yeah, I might have to think about that. Yeah, Cougar Gucci should be worth a whole lot more than mm -hmm. Elementary. I'm just saying it's Cougar now. It's Cougar season is in. I'm just yeah, saying. yeah. It's a season, season. Yeah, you ain't lying. Yeah, I'm just saying. <laughs> you know what they say. Age old wine tastes better, better than that fresh, than that newer wine. This is age old wine here. I'm just saying, you gotta think about it. Do you want that? Do you want that Chardonnay off the shelf at Safeway, or do you want to go to the actual garden and pick your own fruit? Mm. I'm just saying, it's just me, but your taste. I'm just saying. No, no, I do. I do agree. Uh, I will say I agree with you. What you said about the time and stuff like that, and um, because. When you when you said this part about chemistry and stuff like that, so a lot of people, this may be true or not true. They say women, and it depends on the situation. Every situation is different, of course. That women like men, not not all women like men. They like what men can do for them. But I feel like the women that like the men or what they can do for them is because they may be lacking in a lot of areas and that chemistry or whatever it is, and you have to tolerate that. The same, you know, the same way, like you said, like you paying for your time, your chemistry, like say. The person that you with, you know, they just not they lacking in a lot of areas, and you tolerating it. You know, what I'm saying working with them, loving them through all that. Yeah, I think you should be compensated for that because you probably feel in your mind they're not meeting your expectations everywhere, but you wouldn't have tolerated because hey, you know you, you know you are flourishing in this area or that area. You know what I'm saying? So that's for you to take. And I'm quite sure. I know we all say money can't solve happiness or problems like that, but. Hey, if you're helping somebody take care of themselves financially, you know, they'll overlook some of those things that they probably would be like, you know, if you was broke and, and had all these other issues, I yep. probably wouldn't give the time of the day. So I do agree with that part. I personally don't. Uh, I think it's more of a young mindset uh, nowadays because of the way that media portrays flashiness and women and what pimping or whatever it might be um, that. I don't think the young kids understand that part though, but if you look at every video, if it's even hip hop or something like that, because of course I'm talking about hip hop because other genres don't really like show videos. It's always girls with what? With money. They don't never show nobody broke or not looking fly or looking regular with a lot of girls. That's just not even the images portrayed. So it's funny that we make it seem like flashiness and money is not what's supposed to you know keep or attract the girls, but in the movies and displaying that's all you see around the women. What do they say? Money, cars, and, and women. You know what I'm saying? You see material things in the whole image, right? But then we get in regular day life, we're like, oh, I ain't paying for nothing because, you know, I ain't paying for nothing. I ain't doing this and that. What do you think them people, them girls in the videos, what do you think? How do you think they get them, get them cars and that money and them chains? Who do you think they're wearing it for? For the dudes? 
No. <laughs> you know, they they're not winning for the dudes because dudes is gonna try to rob them. That's all dudes gonna try to do. You know what I'm saying? So like you all that is all that is investing into the woman, no matter how you look at it, everybody's investing to the woman financially some type of way. And just because of the, the pure fact that men are supposed to be providers, that's always how we've been looked at anyway, right? We're supposed to provide today's climate is a little bit different because women are able to provide for themselves as well. So, you know, uh, the game changed a little bit in, in, in that way, but I'm quite sure no woman would just be like, Oh, I don't want anybody to provide for me. I don't think any, if I was a woman, I wouldn't say, Oh, you know, if I had a choice provide for myself or have somebody provide for me, hell yeah, I'll let you provide. Oh, that's for me. I mean, if you're going to pay my phone bill and I ain't got to pay by all means do so, you know? So, uh, Everybody paying in some type of form or fashion. That's what I feel like. Everybody paying in some type of form or fashion. It's just how you characterize it. And I think that the African-American community, the black community, we are the ones that are immature in that area because we like to joke on each other. And we like to, you know, down each other sometimes. And I'm, saying, I'm not saying everybody. I'm making examples, pure examples, you know, uh, about, about, about it and stuff like that. And a lot of people are not confident in themselves. So there's no, that's why it's always like a secret. You're doing things in secret. Cause you know how I many people get blasted out for whatever they're doing because they're secretive with it. I guarantee you, if they did that, you know, and pu- pu- publicly or with boldness, nobody would care. But when you try to have something, everybody, like, Oh, what you trying to hide? You know, Oh, this guy was, uh, was caught with a prostitute. You know, people, prostitutes ain't, they ain't going out of business. People were still using them. You know what I'm saying? They still using them. And now women, regular women still as well. You know, they, I, those stories of uh, of people having of men holding on to women when they broke are coming to an end because that's not even a culture no more. That's not even like that's not even that's not even the, the look no more. Like women know their value a lot more now, right? And if you're gonna be broke, that whole struggle scenario stuff that is we one thing we are moving from. We're moving from that like. Being broke and having having even if you broke and have a woman, ain't nobody advertising that no more because that look bummish. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I'm broken. I got two or three women. Ain't nobody doing it no more. So because of that, we all know it costs. And also, I just I hate the fact that we just cut, we we classify stuff. You know, we all paying some. We all paying some type of way. If you're in a long term relationship, you're paying consistently. If you if it's a you know if it's a quick session, if you're dating, you're paying consist you're paying consistently. Now you, when you're dating, you might not pay off the rip. But you're gonna end up paying for something because it's it's in our nature to provide anyway. And like I think I think in a previous episode I told you how on first date I always tried to pay for everything because I was trying to you know I was trying to you know it's just in our nature it's in our nature to pay you know to pay if we have the means to. I'm not saying that that's that's the foundation that the relationship is built upon, but I'm not gonna act like that's not a factor. To say it's not a factor is is BS, right? It's a, a lot of different factors. But to ignore one factor is 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 is, is silly, you know. It's, it's silly. So that's that's what I think about that. But I don't think it's in your nature as a man. I think that's what you were taught based off of your ancestors saying so. The generation now has it different because they don't have to accept what was handed to them, like holding a car door. My generation, we still expect a man to hold a car door. Dudes now don't get out, pump their girls' gas. They sit inside on their phone, and you're looking like, dang. Like my son's, my son is 26 and my oldest, my youngest is 
16. My youngest would get out and pump my gas for me because I taught him that. You're not accepting of not getting out in the cold and let your woman pump the gas because you want her, her, her ass to show for everybody to see it. But that's not cute because, yeah. again, somebody's looking over. It's an older gentleman that's in a generation before yours that's going to say, dang, cuz ain't showing his girl no kind of love. So mm. I'm a step to her when she walk inside that store to pay for that gas. I'm going to slide on my number. So while you sitting in the car on your phone with your boys, somebody else is watching how you're treating your girl like she's your homie. And that's the whole thing about it. My generation, guys used to hold the door for us. Guys mm-hmm. used to, like I told we had the same conversation before. Guys used to tell women how beautiful they are. The generation now, you know what they call beautiful? Damn, shot your ass fatter than a motherfucker. That's their <laughs> definition of I'm complimenting a girl. Not mm-hmm. saying, like, I'm going to grab her hand, slide off to, how you doing, mom? You know, you looking real good today. I like that outfit. That perfume smells good. Damn, shawty, you looking fat. Let's go smoke. She's so used to seeing this kind of lifestyle, like you said, thanks to social media and TV. That's why they're thinking that's what you're supposed to accept. Now, mm-hmm. see, that's the whole problem. Like my generation, I grew up thinking that I'm supposed to be with uh, Nino Brown, not the G-Money. G-Money was a good guy, quiet, humble little brother. Up in the game, with, I'm not saying he was always good, don't get me wrong, but he was a quiet brother. But what's the first thing that sister saw? She, she saw Nino. Nino took front, he took charge. He, he, he handled everything, he made everybody work for him. Didn't look at G-Money, even though she knew G-Money was his next of kin or his right-hand man, she didn't give a damn about that. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? My mm-hmm. generation, we black women, I can't speak for another race, black women grew up on hood novels. Our whole concept in every hood novel is the dark-skinned brother that was running things. The smooth brother that everybody was intimidated by. Nobody stopped to look at the brother that was counting the books. So the brother, the smartest brother was the brother that was counting the book money. He was the brother that could skim off the top of what nobody never noticed because he's handling the books. But my generation didn't understand that. My generation saw the brother that was in front, not the brother behind. So what I'm saying is, me personally, it's the generation that's taught we're taught, we were taught to re-erase what our ancestors taught us, how to treat a woman, how to make a woman feel good. Because now, community dick is more valuable than a single brother. The brother that has community dick, they have, he got a baby mother on every block in his borough. Every block, he got four or five girls pregnant. All of them went to school together. They done fought each other. Their kids go to the same school, daycare, what have you. He's the brother every girl on the block want. His little brother go to school every day, get straight A's. You know what she say? Ugh. What you say, uh, for? This brother book smart. He about to go out there in corporate. But you won't see corporate until you 35, 40 years old and don't know what to do with yourself after the community dictum gave you up. So that's why I'm saying it's paid for and bought, but it's the mentality of how it's paid for and bought. Hustle money comes just like that. Nine to five come every two weeks. So she see that he get paid every day of the week. He get paid every night. At the end of the night, he go around and collect this money from his boys. Go home. You thinking he rolling in the money, but you don't see what he do to get that money. You don't see what he did to acquire that money to take you out. The brother says, shot, I can't do it. I get paid next week. He ain't good enough. So paid and bought. It's just how we're raised. You're now tuned in to flavor in your ear, flavor in your ear.